Welcome to the Ben Antel Show. I'm your host, Ben Antel. Kenny Pickett is not going to make the Pro Bowl after all is said. The Ravens' backup quarterback will make the Pro Bowl. And this led a lot of Steelers fans to be disappointed, to say the least. I don't know if Pickett actually belongs. And I don't know if it's even worth talking about because it's just the Pro Bowl. And this year it's a flag football game. I had a buddy say to me the other day, you watch somebody in that flag football game is going to get hurt. While I don't want to see anybody get injured, it would be nice to see Roger Goodell and the league look bad. So you might be wondering what this show is all about. The niche is Pittsburgh sports. A lot of people start a podcast and they talk about just about anything, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just better to focus, for me, on this one thing. Pittsburgh sports, and I will, of course, analogize and tie that into the daily life it is that we live, and I will be running this in conjunction with, hopefully, a radio show at my university. The episodes and their lengths. I would like to get them on video just so I can put them on TikTok and LinkedIn and sort of drive the engagement up. I know that most of the people listening right now are going to be a personal friend of mine or at least a personal acquaintance of mine. So if you're in this far, I do thank you for listening. But the big news is Tom Brady is going to be retiring from the NFL. I know this was yesterday. This time, apparently for good. Do you really believe that? Well, first and foremost, let's give him his credit, right? A lot of other players retire in many different leagues, and we sort of just wave them goodbye and don't really think twice about it. But Tom Brady, you might want to dedicate a whole week to just showing documentaries of this guy in his whole career. Because he's the greatest, right? I used to argue back in high school that he wasn't. I used to argue that Rodgers is more talented, so Rodgers is the GOAT, or Peyton Manning, or whoever I was feeling like. And eventually I did come to my senses and stop saying that. Because nobody, although Mahomes is sort of approaching the door, I know he doesn't have as many Super Bowls yet, but he's so young and he's already going to be playing in his, what, third? And Mahomes does things with his arm that we've never seen before. He's like a Michael Jordan. Anytime he plays, you just have to watch him. That's why I love watching the Chiefs, although I don't really like seeing them win. I think my hate for the Chiefs replaced my hate for the Patriots. And I don't dislike the Patriots just because they beat up on the Steelers. I dislike them because I thought they got every single break during the entire Tom Brady run. I think they got every single favorable referee call, but that just makes me one of everybody else who thinks that the NFL, like this Bengals game on Sunday with the Bengals player hitting Patrick Mahomes after he ran out of bounds to set up the game-winning field goal. A lot of people thought that was rigged and that the refs rigged it. And then there was something on Twitter. It was Arian Foster who came out and said, the NFL's rigged. They gave us a script at the beginning of the season and we 
go into practice and memorize the script. Obviously, he's joking, but it led to a lot of funny content on Twitter. The Super Bowl tickets are absolutely ridiculous. They've been the same. I've been looking at them just out of sheer curiosity. And it's around $6,000, $7,000 a pop for just the lowest nosebleed tickets. I can't imagine who even goes to this event anymore. I know a lot of people who would want to go, but who actually does buy the ticket and go? Is it just a bunch of Hollywood elites? Because unless you and your friends are very well off, you're not going to be making that trip. And I'm sure the hotels are pretty expensive and all. There's some great events coming to Pittsburgh this summer, and I don't mean football. I'm not doing any sort of promotion here, but you have Morgan Wallen coming in July. You got Luke Combs coming in April, which I'm going to. And dare I say Taylor Swift? Yes, dare I do say Taylor Swift, who has very pricey tickets, even more so than the Morgan Wallen tickets, who everyone and their mother wants to get a hold of. You're going to have to shell out at least a few hundred bucks if you want that. Is Luke Combs better than Morgan Wallen? I I don't know. I would probably say Luke's a little bit better. But Morgan Wallen's probably, in the general opinion, more popular. Taylor Swift has lost her country altogether. So I don't really listen to her anymore. But she has a massive fan base. What's interesting is Pitt men's basketball is actually pretty good. Are they going to make the NCAA tourney? That's just wild to me because that hasn't been in motion in years. It had to be 2008 the last time they were in the tournament. And there's nothing better than March Madness in the world. Football season's great. And I don't think there's anything else that compares besides football season, pro football season. I think college football nowadays is not very fun to watch. But college basketball has always been magical. The urgency of March Madness, the one-and-you're-done format, it's just so entertaining. Even if the players aren't that good and the officiating is bad, it's just so entertaining. Pitt beat North Carolina last night. That's the second time they beat him this year. And North Carolina's not a great team, but it is North Carolina, after all. It's a blue blood. They also beat Miami recently, and they just have a few games left, and I would say if they won the majority of these games... They're going to get in. They are just on the bubble right now. It'd be interesting. I'm not a massive Pitt fan by any means. I'm not a massive Penn State fan. I don't really support uh, college because, well, I didn't even go to them. Can the Penguins turn it around? Going into the All-Star break, they lost two games in a row. And before... 
for that, they were just not playing that well either. I'm not sure what sort of move this team could make. A lot of people are brainstorming ideas. Guys, you can't trade away Malkin or Latang. They just signed them to massive deals, and I'm not sure anybody would want Malkin. I do like Malkin. I do. And Latang plays very many minutes, so you have to respect him. Crosby's great, right? Can you trade away Jake Gensel? I'm just going to throw that out there. Can you trade away Jake Gensel, Crosby's favorite line mate? If I said this a couple of years ago, you would say absolutely not. But now, I bet you're thinking about it. Because Jake Gensel has been good, but not great. And in the postseason, he hasn't really stepped up. You know who hasn't stepped up at all? Jeff Carter. I think he's just over the hill, so I'm not going to rag on him too much. But he has to go. Ricard Raquel has played really well. And other than that, I don't have too much nice to say about the team. Jari's hurt. DeSmith is doing a terrible job of backing up. It's just that every year the goaltending seems to come and haunt them in the end. Two years ago you had Jari choking against the Islanders. And then Jari gets good, but then Jari gets hurt. And then DeSmith comes in, and then DeSmith gets hurt. And then we blame it all on Louis Domingue. You still had a 3-1 to one series lead. I don't care who your goaltender is. You had a 3-1 to one series lead, and they said, well, Crosby got hurt. I went to two of those games in that series, in game six, one of the ones that they lost. I walked out, and I saw people crying. And even though you had Crosby and Raquel and Tristan Jari return game seven, it looked bleak. And the season ended the same way it did the previous five years with a first-round playoff exit. You can't be too mad at the Penguins because they gave us some recent happiness, so to speak. The Steelers and the Pirates have not been able to come through on that. And for either of those teams, it won't be coming through anytime soon. But the Penguins, 16 straight postseason appearances... And the two cups in a row a few years ago. If they don't make the playoffs this year, I don't think there'll be a big outrage. I certainly won't be outraged. But when you just signed the old guys, Crosby, Latang, Malkin, and you don't get back to the playoffs, what do you do now? You just basically said, we're not going to rebuild for at least a few more years. So if you don't make the playoffs this year, what now? And they might not. Has Mike Sullivan lost the team? I just don't think the players are buying into what he's saying anymore. I mean, he's an alpha-looking guy. Just looks the part of the coach. NHL coaches are just so expendable. And I think his time, to quote Miracle, is done. I'm not going to go into a replacement because I don't know anything about that. Someone's got to step in and turn the team around because it doesn't appear that they're going to make some sort of big trade. 
the Jake Gensel talk is really just hot air because do you really think Crosby's going to let that happen? I'll respect whatever Sid wants. He's really the only player in Pittsburgh sports right now that deserves our total respect. I wouldn't say that. Everybody deserves our respect, but Crosby can do no wrong in my eyes. I don't even think Gino can do wrong in my eyes, although he gets on other other people's nerves. Not much to talk about in Pittsburgh news as of late. The Steelers' season has been over for a few weeks. It's the All-Star break, so the Penguins aren't playing right now. When they get some games in, I'll have some content to talk about, and I'll make sure to tune in and do my best to bring you the best hockey knowledge in the Pittsburgh area. Someday. This has been the Ben Antel Show with Ben Antel. And I am signing off. Look at them yo-yos, that's the way you do it. You play the guitar on MTV. That ain't working, that's the way.